What up, what up, what up? Peace. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. Episode 77. My name is Sonny Toure. I'm Makita G. And we are so happy to have y'all here once again. So uh, we have an exciting episode planned for y'all. Before we get started, though, I'm going to pass it to my partner, Akita G. Just welcome to People Correctly, man. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for joining us again. You know, as usual, like, share, subscribe. We on all major social media platforms that you can probably think of and maybe a couple of them that you don't even know shit about. Um, as usual, we here and we back to give you the fire and that's what we plan on do. So, as usual, we going ain't gonna play no games. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna sweet talk you or nothing like that. We're gonna get straight into the point. What are we talking about today, Akeem? We're gonna start it off with this week's fire. And we have about? to we have to celebrate the LSU Louisiana State University women's basketball team yes. for winning the WNCAA basketball championship this past weekend. Yes, 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 yes. I, 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 I had a chance to check out the highlights of that. So it was like uh, watching Bring It On, but basketball. Yeah, yeah, that literally, <laughs> literally, literally. Like, uh, you know, it was Iowa against LSU. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I ain't take nothing away from Iowa, you know. Um, it was a team full of, you know, white girls, Caucasians, Europeans, you know. Um, and then um, when it comes down to the LSU Tigers, it was just stacked with sisters. And it was a good game. Like, it was some real balling in there, Ike. You know what I'm saying? We both was in here like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Some solid, nice balling, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it was definitely bring it on. Basketball <laughs> style. Like, it was like, that's exactly what it was. Because they both was coming with it. They was coming with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, that, that definitely was. And um, a lot of stories uh, came out of that, you know. It, exactly. And I, I wish that I, I was a little bit more perceptive of the women's basketball tournament and also LSU. I wish I would have followed their journey yeah. earlier in the tournament, you yeah. know, earlier in their season because mm-hmm. it's a beautiful collection of black women. Yes. It's a inspiring collection, you know what I'm saying? All different shades, you know, all different uh player roles on the team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, I can appreciate what Angel Reese does. Yeah. I can appreciate what Jasmine is doing. Yeah. I can appreciate what so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it all came together. I really enjoyed the game, uh, you know, and yeah, Andrew Reese uh, definitely is in, in a couple different ways is at the center of LSU's victory. Maybe yeah. not from the playing angle. She did make some great plays. Yeah, her working on that post. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, she was she was holding it down. She can down really down. work in that post, right? And of course, on the other side, real quick, let me just set up the players, the characters involved, right? Uh, other side, Iowa. Has a star uh, basketball player widely regarded as the number one talent in women's college basketball, mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark. Yeah, um, a, a, a thin white player. Yeah, th- that can shoot that ball. She can ball. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't. She's not very good at defense, but she got hand. I I said this. I see she right. Mm-hmm. Not good on defense, but I did see some handles with her, mm-hmm. and she passed well. And she shoot from anywhere, man. It seemed. Yeah, I, I mean, I ain't gonna take no props away from the Iowa, but it was a bigger conversation that came out of this Reese and Clark situation. Right, right. 
Go ahead, Aki. Um, break you know, it down. break it down for the people. We, you know, we often in sports and competitions, whether male or female, you know, talk a little trash. You know, we compete, we do little gestures, little taunts. You know, um, you know, you can't see me. You know what I'm saying? The famous Sean Kemp yam on my man, point at him with two fingers, run back down the court. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the analytical talk shit that Kobe Bryant gave. You know, the talk shit back it up that Larry Bird gave. You know what I'm saying? This is basketball. You know what I'm saying? We talk trash. When you, when you feeling it, your hand hot, you gonna talk a little something. And I think something was taken just out of context in this whole little situation. Now, most people know the you can't see me gesture. Right. You know, waving that hand in the face. And you mentioned Tony Yayo already? No, I didn't even mention Tony Yayo. Okay, yeah. So a lot of people misquote the you can't see me gesture as mm. being originated with John Cena. Yeah. Of WWF and WWE infamy. Yeah. But it originally came from Tony Yayo. Yeah. Upon his release from prison and Gio and his rise to stardom, yeah, one of them early videos, Tony Yayo is doing that. You can't see me. <laughs> can't see me. And uh, that's what inspired John Cena. Yeah, that's what inspired Caitlin Clark. And then Caitlin Clark doing it earlier in that really all tournament. They said, yeah, is what inspired Angel Reese to do it in her face. Yeah. Once L- LSU had secured their victory late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the response to that was. You know, from especially the white sports commentary community, mm-hmm. but also white fans and even some black folk, people all colors. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people, yeah. they, they see Caitlin Clark, the um, the young white woman who is uh, the darling of America, you know, uh, as far as women's athletics at that moment. European innocence. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's being taunted by yeah. a larger black, black woman, woman who's confident beautiful yeah you know what i'm saying and uh you know but and also winning you know yeah. what i'm saying and also you know so i mean the keep it short i mean keith oberman who was a big uh news correspondent for the yeah. russia gate shit oh white man he come out he come out and say what a fucking idiot yeah speaking about andrew resource system yeah and uh you know shack shout out shack he responded correctly mm. told him to shut the fuck up you know, and yeah. don't speak on our sister. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah, what was your reaction to, I guess, the wider, I, I could say whiter, reaction to Angel Reese and this whole taunting thing? I, I mean, um, I say this. They was bitches. Um, it is not that serious. People that play basketball ain't tripping off that. Let's be real. Clark wasn't tripping off that. She wasn't tripping off that. Clark went out there and had, what, 27, 28 points? 30. 30 points? 30, yeah. She proved herself. Mm-hmm. They know she can ball. <laughs> At the end of the day, they might have lost the game, but you do want to leave with the other team's respect. But, yeah, it's a little taunt that's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? She took it, and the sister gave it out. You know, it should be fine. Or anything, or not fine, but uh, profile like it's beneath them. This is basketball. It could have been a lot more stuff done that could have been disrespectful other than doing the, you can't see me. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Um, They're trying to frame it as ghetto and, and things like that. And this is when this uh race just plays a part. 
and things. You know what I'm saying? That a same gesture could be done by a sister that a white woman can do. And y'all look at that. The media. They don't even put this on them. This ain't got nothing to do with them. This, I'm thinking like this is really like some like racist want to, you know what I'm saying, conjure some shit up to come up out of this, um, to try to put something, I mean, really, it's like this, it might just be shade, to, to, to shade the wind. It, it's all, that's exactly right, Aki. It's to all, shade the wind. It's that's all it. projection, because one thing Keith Olbermann, this old white news commentator, said, he said that they, you had already won the game, why would, speaking to Angel Reese, why would you overshadow your victory so complete, like, he acts so like, 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 like the taunt, Overshadowed the victory and the, Or the team and Yeah exactly So my, my point is That's the projection You know what I'm saying yeah. They're claiming that Their actions Is overshadowing their victory When really It's white society's You know uh, Pressing internal need Unconscious need And maybe conscious yeah. You know what I'm saying To detract from their victory Yeah And reduce their victory Yeah, like yeah. Now, now this is just about Because really These white people What they can't say is You know These are some Better coached Better, more athletic team of black, mainly black yeah. women, that you know beat you know our darlings up in Iowa, and and, and you know the, the, I don't they they just can't confront that. I don't know, maybe something like that. I mean, I I think that's true. They can't confront that. Um, I just just be real, you know. I, I I mean, this is mostly coming from the media. Real talk, you may have a couple of people that's commenting on what the media is saying, you know. But at the end of the day, I don't think the... Believe me, if Iowa would have won, you would have been seeing you can't see me out there. Especially if they would have won in the fashion that LSU won. The same people complaining about Angel Reese doing it would have been reposting the national champion if, if it was Iowa, Caitlin Clark yeah. doing it. Yeah. Oh, as being good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they put the damper down on something that, to me, that's important. You know, we often have to think, talk about WNBA and shit like that. You know, but the reality is, is that college female basketball is actually more exciting to me than WNBA ball. And A lot you, of people say that about even men's basketball, yeah. NBA, and college basketball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and that conversation has been had lately. You know what I'm saying? Also about, you know, certain things um, pertaining to these sisters. There was some controversy around LSU earlier this year, you know. Um, you, remember, it, you remember what it was about? I'm not familiar. It was actually had to do with uh, 45, the sister that uh, had the trophy. Um, mm. Who was her name? Um, Go ahead. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, you know what I'm saying? But... It was a struggle story in this. You know what I'm saying? These sisters all was coming from different backgrounds. Um, they uh, Alexis Morris. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh, one of the seniors leading the squad as a guard. Yeah. And I think she had some personal issues coming to her life or something like that. But, you know, she worked through those. I mean, hell, she got that championship. And, you know, it was a – it was a. I, I just think it was just trying to damper down on the, on the win. You know what I'm saying? That they got. Um mm -hmm. I don't even think Iowa was tripping. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think they was tripping. You know what I'm saying? They went out there and balled. They just didn't have enough. When the white ego is threatened or hurt, they're going to use, you know, their 
they're gonna distinguish themselves morally. Yeah, you know especially when it comes down to the group. Right. They're, they're gonna other the other, and make uh, make the other group seem more savage, and so they're more distinguished. That makes mm. you know that's yeah. that what the the wages of whiteness. Yeah. You know that the boys talked about. Mm. I think this is something that that, that was really just uh, I guess uh, behind the scenes kind of supportive of that. Yeah. You know, I mean they're they gonna shit on a black. Uh, women winning like that. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like you said earlier. It looked just like what it was. It looked like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, bring it on on a on a basketball level. It was a team full of white girls, team full of black <laughs> girls. Very obvious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know they out there and they was balling. You know, I, like I can't take shit away from them. They was out there balling. Yep, Jasmine Carson had a game, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jasmine Carson was a sister that had the blonde afro. Yeah, her, her first half was lethal. Yeah, she. Uh, I think I, I read a stat. She scored five points the entire tournament up until that point. Yeah, and then goes for twenty points the first half. Yeah, twenty-one by the first half. I think she got a couple of more in the second half. End of the first half, she had a buzzer beater, three-pointer off Ooh. the backboard. She just threw up. Before I, that, she hit. A whole bunch of threes. I mean, she she was jacking. She had that hot hand. Everything. That hand was on fire. She was on that uh, she was on that NBA jam. She's right. on fire, baby. Uh, Flaje Johnson was a, uh, another good guard. Uh, Samaya Smith. I heard that name a few times. Who mm-hmm. who else is on here? Uh, yeah, th- those are the names I, I remember the most. But yeah, man, the sisters did their thing, man. They was balling up in there. Nice post-up game. And I give credit to all the women that was in the game. All the women in the game was playing pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was enjoying it. I was enjoying that. You know what I'm saying? I was seeing them go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, to end off this segment, let me say this. I want to read the quote from Angel Reese, you know, after she wins the the, the tournament. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of responding to her critics. You know what I'm saying? She says, I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto, y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. So this was for the girls that look like me. Gotta appreciate that. Gotta appreciate that. You gotta respect that. There you go. That's what's up right there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out Andrew Reese. We're gonna be looking for you in the WNBA. They need to stop complaining. All these people complaining. If y'all want more shine on the WNBA, I see myself following these players that impress me and inspire me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how they turn out in the WNBA mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, all these people that's shitting on these women, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They could be putting the battery in their back and lifting them up. There you go. You know what I'm saying? These going to be future WNBA players. WNBA right. players. Yeah, hopefully one of them goes to the uh, indie team. You know what I'm saying? Nah. That'd, that'd be easy for us to go to good over some nah, games. Yeah, Andrew Reese, hope you get drafted drafted by that. I think it's Indianapolis Fever. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. I hear that. I hear that. And uh, all right, let's keep it going, Aki. Uh, we do have to switch uh, gears rather dramatically huh. to, to get into the next segment. Uh, you know, uh, last week there was another tragic murder of a uh, hip-hop artist. You know, that was, uh, I guess, in a moment of of emergence, of yeah. breaking out, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, you and I, it, who we're talking about is BTB Savage. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he's not from San Antonio, 
Right. But he no. was he was killed there. It yeah. was San Antonio, right? Yeah, he was killed in San Antonio. Uh, I had to look up and see exactly where that brother is from again. But I think he's from Texas. Okay, he, he is from Texas. He's right. from Texas. He's just not from San Antonio. That's close to him. That's the biggest city there. Uh, you know, no, he was killed in a Houston drive-by shooting. No, but he's the, from San Antonio then. Okay, okay. Anyways, this went down to Texas, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and um, I guess, you know, Aki, do you want to give some of the backstory, you know, b- um, before, you know, we kind of get into why we wanted to, to talk about this? I mean, he was um, a local up-and-coming artist, you know. He was doing views on the internet, um, you know. He did pretty much drill music. And... Um, he pretty much got into a situation where, from the alleged story, um, he was offered to do some music with somebody. They were supposed to get up and do music together. Invited them to the crib. Situations happened. They invited them to the crib. From what it said, a robbery was took place, or attempted robbery. It didn't go the way the robbers planned. Um, in the incident, you know what I'm saying? Savage, his girlfriend, was in the house. You know what I'm saying? One of the robbers was trapped in the house because he didn't let all of them come through the door or the perpetrators come through the door, he let one come in the door because he knew him, locked the door behind him so the others couldn't get in. Whole issue of a shootout happened, many shots was fired, they say 20 shots was fired through the door. Um, The man who died was a hell of a dude because he got hit about maybe, what, four, five times? Yeah. Got hit in the back like twice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was still in there struggling, trying to get a hold to a pistol and stuff. Ironically, listening to the story from Savage himself, um, his girl did the shoot. Mm-hmm. The woman he was with, I guess, I don't know if it was his baby mother. No, I think he, no I, he just said it was the girl he was with at the time. Yeah. Well, she ended up doing the shooting. Because he was supposedly over there wrestling with the guy in the pistol. Mm-hmm. And uh, they fled up out of there, you know. It was a situation in there where the guy was able to call out to the other people outside the door, and it was said that they rung 20 shots through the door. At least this is what Savage says. And then his girl even shot through their side of the door at yeah. them. And they, at least from, you know, this story that BTP Savage told on Vlad TV, importantly. Yes. Uh, they, you know, the people that uh, Omar, that's the man that was killed initially, mm-hmm. you know, uh, during this incident. His people fled once they returned fire, you know, uh, outside of their apartment, yeah. you know, uh, to the people that was, of course, shooting inside the apartment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Aki, uh, yeah, so I mean, not to get—I don't want to get dragged down into the weeds of the particulars of the story yeah. like that, just because that content is out there, and that's not really what we do here, as far as mm-hmm. like, you know. So, but if we go forward in the story, so th- th- that's a, a incident. I believe it might have happened in February. Yeah. Uh, and then also in this incident, uh, it should be said that BTB Savage, while you know allegedly you know fending 
for his life and his family's life. Yeah. From this gunman that entered his home or this robber in Omar, his girlfriend shot him. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, BTB Savage's girlfriend shot him. Yeah. You know, while they was, uh, you know, in the struggle against Omar. It yeah. accidentally shot him in the elbow, shattered his elbow. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, you know, he gets on Vlad TV talking about the incident. You know, yeah. of course, that's the first thing Vlad want to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he basically tells the story that we just told. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Vlad asks him, uh, you know, are you worried at all? People might try to, you know, get some get back. And, you know, be- Savage says, uh, you know, they- they're going to do whatever they want to. I'm going to get active. You yeah. know. But, and then, after the Vlad TV incident, he posts a picture or a series of pictures of himself at this apartment where Omar was killed at. Yeah. Taunting. He Glo- did a video. Gloating, gloating about the incident. Yeah, he even shot a video. With the cast on from the shattered elbow and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you sort of taunted these folks. And uh about what, a week after? About a week after? Oh. I think this went up a week ago. That video of Vlad went up a week ago. I, I think it was on I think it was very shortly. It was it was within days of either that Vlad interview and or the pictures being posted. Yeah. I guess, and he was killed in Houston, drive by shooting, targeted, and then also, according to his mother, his apartment was robbed. Ran, yeah, ransacked. In the hours after his murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, one thing that I've been noticing lately, and we all been noticing that sometimes there's be a lot of brothers who come out the hood with talent, and they don't even get a chance to grow. The street shit follows you. You know what I'm saying? Um. I think this thing is the same old song when it comes down to artists like such that's been catching this. You know what I'm saying? We just seen some bigger than this guy right here. But he's the latest one in a string of young brothers who've been getting popped off in these streets. And they got promising careers. Like, like it's not easy to get million-some-odd subscribers to your music and channel um, on the Internet musically. It's not necessarily easy thing. Got to have something people want. And we catch a lot of brothers who, man, they be there. They already getting the following. All they got to do is, you know what I'm saying, make something solid and concrete to put in people's hands. And you still in them streets. Even if you ain't still in them streets, what you do in the streets can follow you. And I think we a little just too flamboyant. It ain't no code no more. So we too flamboyant. You a rapper. And you got to rap about what you do. But really, do you? You know what I'm saying? You tell the whole story of this. Then say you ain't sweating it. You know, I know how gangsters think. That's a challenge. That's what that is. That's a challenge. They going to come meet that challenge that you're throwing out to them. You know what I'm saying? It's a sad thing. Two sons was lost. You know what I'm saying? Two black men, you know what I'm saying? They both had children. They're going to be children that's not going to grow up with their father. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, but ain't no telling right now. We still getting these stories from different sources. Eventually, you know what I'm saying, it'll come out a little deeper. You know what I'm saying? We heard some other stories, too, about some things that could have happened. 
from the other side. But, you know what I'm saying? Till we get something a little more concrete on that, we probably wouldn't speak on that. What we spoke about, about what happened, actually came from PNB Savage. So. Well, yeah, no, you're right, I keep. One thing uh, that I got from this incident compared to others, not saying that in the other incidents or uh, of rappers getting killed, it wasn't available. Just with this one, I just happened to see it and watch it. As far as Savage's interactions with his mother yeah. and his relationship with his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his mother, by all appearances, seemed to be a beautiful, strong woman, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who tried to do right for and by her son, you know. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, definitely makes it it's tougher. You know, I watched a video of, of him gifting her you know, mm-hmm. some jewelry or something like that. Yeah. For her birthday, you know, and uh, definitely, you know, it, it hurts to see a young life struck down at that moment. It definitely just, you know, just should make us all think about, you know, how, how do, you know, it, it might seem illogical, it might seem far-fetched, but we should think, you know, how do we move to a place where we as black men are not killing each other? Yeah. You know, and not harming each other, not, you know, opposed to each other because we got more important shit to worry about. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, now, man, I guess I'm getting older, so it's like, you know what I'm saying, a criminal is a criminal. But at the same time, I understand the things that make a criminal. Um, It's a lot of things to go, it's a lot of elements that go into that. You know what I'm saying? It's not always on them, environment, um, the dangers, the things that wait, wait for him. In the, in the hood could contribute to that but um you know I would like to see us have better relations with each other um especially when you see it used to be a time when if you seen somebody shining and getting ready to come up left them alone it ain't even that serious even if you went and addressed them about it you wouldn't go you know what I'm saying I let you know boom I let it be known you do what you need to do you know but um this right here you know what I'm saying just a tragic situation, you know what I'm saying? And it just showed that you can't, you, it's really, as they always say, you can't serve two gods. I think, you know, you're right, Aki, and we need something in the community. In the community. I'm not going to, this, this ain't no novel or new idea, mm-hmm. but as far as mediation, yeah. and, and Savage's mother even spoke about this. She spoke about Omar's family and Omar's mother and how they lost as well, and she mm-hmm. feels for their loss as well. Yeah. Even in the midst of her own loss. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's that type of, uh, all you can in general, love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That uh, really makes you sit back and just, you know, remark about how special that is. Mm-hmm. But also, like, uh, but yeah, I'm just thinking, like, you know, we need some type of infrastructure to help facilitate that, you know, uh, and of course, there's in every you can look at Chicago, you look at here in Champaign. Yeah. There are groups trying to do that. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, we just we just got to support those endeavors more. Maybe that's how I should say it. Um, I dig it. I mean, um, you know, one we got it. You know, I think I mean it's a lot of things we can do. You know, um, eventually, you know, what I'm saying, time will catch you. So, you know. It's about when you answer, when you decide to make that turnaround. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, these guys, man, they got they, a lot of these brothers, man, they be having it in their hand. And uh, these streets is rough out here. 
Um, in the streets, it's like it's an addiction. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the streets is the addiction. You know, um, you seem to be going places. You know what I'm saying? Now you're you're exactly right. It's an addiction. What else can I explain? A man that survived a robbery allegedly because of his girlfriend shooting the perpetrator and defending his life but he's the one that gloats about it on the internet on social media and his mom gave him good advice let that family mourn in peace yeah take that shit off your page mm-hmm. this is what his mom is telling him yeah you know and uh yeah yeah those are good principles to stand by. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I just say like this. Let's just be real. If you're from the hood, can do you expect something not to happen if you get online and mock the family or somebody that you just killed? I think that's throughout the whole working class. I mean, all like, over the world, just all over the just all, the like. In, in some places, that's even savager than it is in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, some places, they coming up with the whole the family with hatchets, and it's, we going to settle it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Some, some, some places, it's like that still. You get up in the mountains. But even in the black community, we know if you do something like that, post shit on social media and all that stuff like that, they see that too. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, you know, you're not justifying it. You're saying we got to move smarter. We got to move like we know the streets. You know, mm-hmm. um, obviously he wasn't in his, you know, familiar ground. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what what makes these things tragic? I keep because they're not inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like things could have happened differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like these lives didn't have to be lost like this. Mm-hmm. You know that's what makes it tragic. Like to this degree. You know. So all that to say. We can make a difference. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like these things are not inevitable, and a difference can be made. Yeah. Uh, because just as many, you know, lives is lost. You know, there are the chance encounters and things that happen where lives are saved, and you know, people change their lives too. Yeah, I mean, you got to have something in place because, see, I mean, don't get me wrong, men are disagreeable. You know, um, we we can be agreeable, but it takes things for us to be agreeable. Mm-hmm. Um, so by nature, sometimes this conflict is between us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it can escalate when those men don't have their emotional nature in check. Agree. You know, Agreed. not being able to move off impulse, or they they not moving off instinct and emotion. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we need a little bit of more training too out here in these streets you know what I'm saying to as men can learn certain ways and take them certain ways to channel that and you know meet the challenge with a challenge but not death not murder mm-hmm. you know um that's all I got about that one right there no I think I think you you wrapped it up well Aki uh you know let, let's keep moving again you know a pretty uh stark change in direction mm-hmm but uh, definitely, next topic we want to talk about is artificial intelligence. That AI shit. That AI shit. Mm-hmm. That new a- that 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 new technology shit. That shit that's gonna replace your ass. That Matrix shit. 
know what I'm the, saying? The shit that is already reading the analyzing. For real. For real. Yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. So, is- uh, few, you know, I, I think there's two things I want to talk about here. You know, one, I want to talk about uh, AI and hip hop or just music production and some of the mm-hmm. shit that we, see, we we just seen. Yeah. And then I want to talk about, you know, like how uh, applications like chat GPT and uh, like artificial intelligence, you know, embedded within, you know, uh, these services, you know, uh, online applications that can, you know, make a website for you, write a script for you, Mm -hmm. help you write your paper, answer any question you got, tell you about any, almost any topic that's available for research on the Mm -hmm. Internet. You know, in addition to, you know, doing tasks uh, for you. Yeah. You know, it's remarkable what it can do. But but yeah, let's start it, you know, uh, with how we started things, that conversation today, talking about AI. And it was from some videos that we both watched where, uh, I guess, a white music producer who's also into artificial intelligence was showing the audience how he was able to uh, write some music in the style of Kanye West and then use a computer application or code that he had access to. It was just code at this point. It wasn't a it wasn't an application. It was just code at this mm. point. But he was able to uh take what he recorded and make it sound like Kanye West. Mm. Not just make it sound like Kanye like like I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm about to pass it to you Aki, but for me it felt like where was the in betweens here? Yeah. I felt like we just went from, you know, this technology not being present to now you're making a song that sound like if, if I didn't know about this technology and somebody played this for me, I would think it was Kanye West. Yeah. And I've been listening to Kanye West for over 10 years. I'm a, I make music yeah. on a semi-professional level. Mm-hmm. It would easily trick me. What do you think, Aki? How, how convincing is it? And what do you think about it? It's very convincing. Um, if you didn't know that it wasn't them, you would think it was them. That's what makes it. Because once you know it's not them, you're going to always look for something that don't sound quite like them. But if I didn't know that, they'd be like, yeah, this new Kanye track. As far as like, there's not like a whole bunch of computer digitized artifacts or things that just clearly demarcated as something fake. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, this, they they got the naturalness and, you know, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah, it's mimicking pitches and tone. Um, Style. Style, this this shit's serious. Um, and I mean, hell, it could literally probably write rhymes. A white man with no charisma and no style, you know, can just make a living probably just making what Kanye West would sound like songs. Yeah, parodies. That's all we know. I mean, it, it does make you think about how this is going to affect music and the theft of music, the theft of intellectual property, artistic property. Um, in hip hop, you know, you know, granted, if the technology evolves and gets even deeper, shoot, you can probably, I think you talked about this earlier, you can link styles together. You can probably be able to say, I need a DMX, Tupac, 50 Cent, all in one. And, 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 and literally make a track. With all three of them on there. We're talking about the metaverse. That's some serious shit. 
there, there's gonna be great songs that we hear in the next few years. There were great songs that we heard, if we're being honest, mm -hmm. that were that sounded like Kanye. That was not Kanye. Like it, that's meta. That's that metaverse shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's some fake shit, but you think it's real. Or what happens when people prefer the fa the fake shit? What happens when people make listen to the whole playlist hmm. of fake music? Yeah, of AI music. I mean, and I'm saying like this. Um. The thing that makes it deeper is that AI is learning. You talked about that too, Aki. It's learning. Um, it learns by what we input into it. What we input into it is the experiences that it has. It can do shit from the past and everything. You know, um, this joint we looked at, chat, QRP. G GPT. GPT. Chat GPT. Um was ridiculous. Real quick, I just wanna say before we move on from the music part, I just wanna say, because you mentioned something, I just wanna say it real quick. It, it it does bring up privacy rights. Yeah. Can somebody take your name and likeness and act like they're you? Mm -mm. My voice is part of my likeness. Your voice yep. is part of your likeness. Yeah. That needs to be that needs to be in there. Because one thing is, I can't say this voice is just as distinctive as a fingerprint. For sure. I, I, ask a ask a blind nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> nah, nigga, that means something. That voice is important. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, as a, I don't like where that I I don't like those possibilities. You know, fuck these talentless white people's creative endeavors. We need to pause the AI for a second. Mm -hmm. It's getting too good too fast. And I think, I, I don't like the idea of, you know, somebody using my voice mm -hmm. and legally creating content that sounds and looks just like me. Yeah. That's, no, I should be protected against that on a basic level. I mean, I think the next thing to come for that is holographic images. What you mean? Like, um, images that can do the same thing. So, like, it'll actually be an image in front of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a, you know, say for instance, it's a stage. You performing. You ain't got to be there. Put your holographic images right there. Mm. It's performing your music. Mm. So artists going on tour. Exactly. They, they can do a whole tour run in one night. You in Japan, Brazil, Europe, and everything. You're going to do the mother show that night. Yeah, we, we definitely in different times. But let's go to that, you know, what you was touching on our key. We, oh. we did look at ChatGPT. What do you think about ChatGPT? That was scary right there. I mean, on the one hand, it, I mean, it is neat. You can do a lot of stuff with it. You can condense a lot of info into one. But it, it's scary because you know that that AI is learning. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi dude. I'm paranoid on that level. Mm -hmm. So I believe in all of that. Matrix, Terminator, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's possible to me. And, um... I don't know, but it's going to change the way shit moves. I mean, the type of things that it can do, it can put arrangements, it can identify pictures. So you can put a picture into that shit, and it can identify that picture, what's in the picture, what's not, give you a description of that picture. You can input 25,000 words of text, which is more than most book chapters. Yeah. And it can understand it 
and give you a deep contextual reading. You can even ask questions about the text. Yeah. That's some deep shit. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind playing with it my damn self. Just just, just for help. Read your research. It, but I don't know. You would still need the references. You would still need to. But, but how far away is it from providing those? It, it, it already can to a certain extent. Yeah. But as far as, like, it's only a certain amount of time until academic journals start being scanned into it. Yeah. And then it'll be easy. It'll easily be able to give you citations that you can, you know, do your own research and and, and verify. Mm-hmm. Of course, there, there. I think for any serious, you know, uh, scholar or whatever, or, you know, writer that wants to use ChatGPT, researcher, mm-hmm. you still need to, you know, verify your sources. Work. But this is still, even with that in mind, okay, keep that in mind, revolutionary tool. Very mm-hmm. oh, revolutionary, I keep. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely deep. Because um, you, you can have AI, I'm sorry for cutting you off. You can have AI read four articles for you immediately yeah. and tell you what's different about them. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a, it's a hell of a thing. Just think about it. Education's going to change. Workplace environment's going to change. Work description, work job descriptions. Work details and specializations going to definitely be able to change. And I was going to be able to, now it's going to be about being able to use some form of system like that to put in input. So think about, imagine something like that connected up to an engine. And you can do a diagnostic. Mm. Engine won't start. Oh, this shit pop up. Mm. Blue screen. Could be this, could be that, could be this, could be that, could be this, could be this. This thing was doing code. We've seen this shit do code. Writing code. Like, man, I'm, man, they're making it easy. Writing jokes. Yeah. It's a, it's a. I asked, I asked ChatGBT to write me a joke about, hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up real quick so I can show y'all. Uh, I asked ChatGBT to write me a joke about, let me make, let me chat, tap back in and see exactly what I said. Uh, Oh man, what happened to it? Anyways, I asked it to write me a joke about uh okay, here we go. Write a joke about a white woman's constant complaining about the air quality in the style of Dave Chappelle. Mm. Right? So I asked it to write a joke about a white woman complaining about air quality in the style of Dave Chappelle. Random ass, you know, uh yeah. prompt, right? Let's see what it says. Now I don't know what's up with white women and their obsession with air quality. But I had this Karen come up to me the other day talking about how the air in her neighborhood is, quote, unbreathable. I was like, well, damn, Karen, maybe it's time to switch the gills or something because you're acting like you're a damn fish out of water. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You want clean air to breathe. But at this rate, we're going to have to start bottling, bottle, <laughs> bottling up oxygen for them and selling it like it's Evian water. Hmm. I mean... It's literally, it's it's made to, it, that's, that's a lot of deep shit that goes into that. Um, we thought Google was a shit. Yeah, you got a damn, that, that deal with psychology. Like, it's a hell of a database. The processing. It's able, because I, I, I wonder if it knows Dave Chappelle's writing style. I mean, because they said ChatGBT can learn your writing style. It, yeah. can, it can learn different writing styles. Just by inputting, you know, every season of Chappelle's show transcript or all his stand-up wow. transcripts. Wow. He learns writing styles. Mm. 
of course, there's an argument there as it should be over, you know, how accurate is that, you know. But as far as the ability to spark ideas, you know, remarkable, bro. You, you definitely concerning for the future and all the ethical gray areas it presents, mm. which we kind of already spoke about a little bit. But it's going to be an indispensable tool very soon, mm. uh, whether we like it or not. I mean, it's the future. Um, a little scary, but a little neat at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Um, depending on how you use it, like you say, Aki, it could be revolutionary. But to, to know where we already headed with the metaverse and all of that, it's going to be a very deep little dive into that. I mean, I don't know, folks. Y'all let us know in the comments what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? When you look at this and listen to this video right here, make sure you leave some comments. And let us know what you think about this stuff right here. Maybe we do some more shows on this some shit like that. But definitely let us know. So, Anything for my kid? I think that's it, Aki. I think we should do, once the technology advances, we should do an episode where we take your audio and make it my voice. Take my audio and make it your voice just to fuck with people. Yeah, let's see if we can do that. That'd be some <laughs> shit right there. Like, Jack, why the fuck he sound different today? I, I, I ain't never heard Gerard say some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he can say words in the vocabulary I ain't never used. What kind of shit is this? But nah, family, as usual, and as always, peace. Peace.